Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oh, we have some fun tweets coming in and texts coming in. You can text us on our 630 Chad, 630-630 Westlock 4 text line. Mark Spector's going to like this one. Here we go. From Terry in North Edmonton. Most of the city hates U2 clowns. That one comes to us from Terry in North Edmonton. So there's a couple different ways you can respond to texts like that. You know, as a Southside guy, I could comment on North Edmonton, and my experience has been that 98% of people from North Edmonton are really smart. Hey, really smart, really hardworking. Okay, Northside guys. I could also say I have an uncle named Terry. So, Uncle Terry, quit texting the show and telling me how much of a clown I am. I, I don't appreciate that. Or I could say, you know, a text like that coming from Terry just illustrates that there's people out there with an IQ between moron and idiot. So you can, there's different ranges of how, so Uncle Terry, quit texting the show. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us, at Oilers now. We got so many texts to get to. Jason from Sangudo, who's a very intelligent texter, he says, Bob, listening to spec, one would think he has the toothache. There you have. Uh, Here we go. Dudley says, Bob, spec is sounding like an old, jaded, tired sports reporter. I couldn't disagree with him more, starting with the coaches, uh, Devin D, Jesse P, and on down to the management of the team. Uh, what has he been smoking lately? That one comes to us from Dudley. Well, I I don't think Mark smokes. Um, pretty sure he doesn't smoke. So just to set the record straight there, I, I plead the fifth on any kind of information like that. Uh, and there we, you know, we have old ink-stained wretches that do travel with us. Their name's Jim Matheson. Hey, Maddie, how you doing? We have uh, we have fun with Jim. Jim's actually quite a positive energy guy. Uh, this text out of Wainwright says, I like and respect your opinions. I don't always agree. Well, I hope you don't always agree. You're allowed to have your own opinion. That's that's part of how this works in sports talk radio, right? Like, um, the people go, all oh, this, you know, Stoffer said this once, or Spectre said this once, or Reed Wilkins said this once, or more, and I hate them ever since. I mean, come on, man. You're going to have stuff that gets said on the air. During the if you have a two hour show year round about a hockey team that most of you care about, at some time or another you're going to have something that you probably disagree with. What I will tell you when it comes to Yasapoliarvi is I don't know if he's built the confidence up with his teammates to justify him playing further up the lineup at this stage. He's made some strides. He's better than he was a year ago. Um, but and he did have a little bit of a window there in December where he's going pretty good and he's been pretty cool since January. But so is the whole team. I mean, really, 
not just off the top of my head. So Puliyarvi three goals in thirty two games. Uh, I think Strom's got one point in his last fourteen games. Jujar Kara one goal, two points the last fourteen games. Milan Lucic one goal, forty four games. There's a bit of a trend here. You see, there's a bunch of guys that aren't going offensively. Waters aren't scoring, other than McDavid, who's going to likely win the scoring race. You can text us at 630-630. Sonia from uh, Leduc says, Bob, I can't believe uh, people would be so rude. I love your show. Well, thank you, Sonia. You know what? We have three or four guys. Terry from the north side is not one of them, but we have three or four guys that text us between 25 to 40 times a day on the show. Most of their stuff's quite funny. Some of it's a little bit rude. you got to roll the punches. Um... it was Ched Sports that trashed Schultz. You own that one. No, I do not. I was not the one trashing Justin Schultz. Okay? It was not me. Justin Schultz did this show after he won a Stanley Cup in Pittsburgh. Figure it out. I was the one that was trying to be patient with Justin Schultz. I didn't think he was ever going to win a Norris Trophy. Tell you that. But I was concerned late in his... And I was also a supporter of Jeff Petries, for the record. Two right-shot defensemen. Both who see basically second-unit power play time with the organizations they're with. Uh, I remember you being a big supporter, Bob, because I would have gotten in an argument with you if you weren't, because I was a supporter of both of them, too. So we were both on the same page for years on those guys. Defensemen need 300 games. That's why you don't give up on defensemen. I'm the one... Look, I'm the one preaching patience. And I get it that there's a lot of people out there right now, especially after last night's performance, that the last thing they want is patience. How could you want patience after watching a team get outshot 21-30 to 30 in the third period? You want to bang off a couple texts here for me? Go ahead, Brendan. Take over the show for about 45 seconds. All right. <laughs> oh, this one's uh, a little bit ridiculous. Trade uh, Poliarvi for Kessler and a pick. We in the play with Lucic. Both are similar. <laughs> I believe uh, that was a joke. Uh, I'm not sure. Bob, if Shirley can trade Sekera, he will win the GM of the year next season. Dave from Calgary. I know Speck and you were talking about uh, uh, Sekera a little bit there. So would you look at maybe trying to trade him in the offseason? I think they're going to have to. I think they're going to have to. Part of it's going to. He got hurt last night. They need to see what the degree of the injury is. Because if he got hurt on the same knee. That is a major concern moving forward for the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm not sure which knee it is, but it was definitely a lower body issue. Um, I mean, Andre Secker is, what, 31 turning 32? He's had a tough year, okay? And he might have a tough start to next year, too. The whole Secker situation is concerning to me moving forward. Put it this way. I'm more concerned about Secker than I am about Lucic. It's about a three-year difference in the age. I think Milan can at least play as a third line left wing, and may be able to, a third line left wing that could get back on the power play. Maybe it's the second unit power play. We shall see. Texas at six thirty, six thirty. Bob, very easy to defend the Oilers' power play with no big shot from the point. Collapse down and eliminate the play down low. That text comes to us out of uh, Provo. There we go. Sarah uh, from uh, Edmonton says, Hey, uh, the naysayers can take a a hike. Uh, Your show is awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah. Uh, You can text us at 630-630. Bob, if Coach Q is available, the Oilers will be all over him. 
Hmm. Well, he's won three Stanley Cups. I kind, you know what? I got to tell you this. I kind of think they should continue down the path they've got. I, I really, I want to see Shirelli and Todd McClellan be successful. I do. And I think they can be successful. But I think this year has been an epiphany for everybody. It's going to force everybody to be better. You always got to continuously improve. Maybe a lot of things, Brendan, the numbers again, right? Like the uh, the defense went from 27th and 15, 16th to 8th last year. The offense went from 2015 to, or sorry, from 25th to 8th. Your power play was fifth. Your PK finished 18th. It wasn't very good in the back half of last year, but there were some good numbers there. General manager was up for the executive year. Coach was up for the coach of the year. Your goalie finished fourth in the Vesna voting. Okay? So a lot of things went good in the 103-point season. Last year, a lot of things. This year, a lot of things have gone bad. Currently, offense is around 20th. Defense is around 28th. Save percentage around 27th. Penalty killings at 30 or 28th. Power play is ridiculous at 31st. I have to think some of those numbers, the majority of those numbers, move considerably forward. There is one thing that concerns me about next year. And we're going to talk about that when we come back in orders now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched. One forty-five. The best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza, Edmonton owned and operated for the last 48 years. Stop for recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. You can visit royalpizza.ca for location nearest you. They now have a spot out in Spruce Grove and a second location in Sherwood Park. And uh, we will also tell you that portions of the show brought to you by World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers now since you received two times the Air Miles Reward Miles in your flooring purchases. World Floor Coverings, where they know a little about hockey and a lot about flooring. Brendan, what do you got? What do you got going on? What are you looking at there? Signing off your uh, live reads, Bob. Oh, okay. Well, there, there you go. If I don't mark down the right time, I hear about it. So. <laughs> uh, here we go. I've got so many texts to get to you. Here we go. Trent in Saskatoon says, finally, it has uh, came out in Edmonton. Uh, I have been saying for years that Everly Hall and RNH were getting paid too much. Uh, for the record, I also think that McDavid has not earned the C on his jersey. Talent and points do not equate to leadership. Surely there's got to be smarter people than that from uh, the province of Saskatchewan, right? Well, the Hall contract right now is an absolute steal, Bob. Like when you sign a young player like that, you're. You know, banking on potential, what it'll become as a player, and I think Hall's probably a nine million dollar player right now, if not higher. You think so, so? Yeah, like six million for Hall. Are you kidding me? That's an absolute steal. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not worried about Lucic, says Reynolds. Uh, we got bigger and tougher to compete with the likes of LA and Anaheim, and the rest of the league got smaller and faster, like us five years ago. Now we look behind the times. But if Winnipeg does well in the playoffs, how many teams will try to get bigger and stronger again? They'll all want a guy like Lucic, and he's ours. That one comes to us from Reynolds. Conversely... <laughs> Ed says, hey, Bob, open the bank vault and buy out Lucic and go after Eric Carlson. You just can't buy a guy out two years. There, There is some other things to factor in here. Okay? Just, you know, now, moving forward, should the Oilers be chasing bigger whales in free agency? I don't know. But could there be a collateral effect if you buy a guy out after two years? Yes. I think in Lucic's case, you got to see if he can bounce back. That's, there you go. Uh, Sean says I think he can run with Shirelli still Todd McClellan has to go he waited to what 12 games left to try things that fans wanted to see in November could never close the deal with the Sharks who were picked to win it uh, a lot of the time that he was there he has no idea of what line matching is he's at home and he can't get McDavid away from the matchup that the visiting coach wants uh, I didn't like the hire at the time and none of this is surprising me that one comes to us uh, with Sean By the way, to buy out Lucci, you'd be paying him for the next 10 years. Yep. And then it's 3.2, year one, 3.7, 5.7, 4.2, 5.7. Last five it, years, it's 733000 Yeah, uh, it's not going to work. Sean, I'm going to tell you, there was as much interest in Todd McClellan out there as there was on Mike Babcock. Just as a reminder. Uh, for the texter that used a phraseology that is no longer politically sensitive... Um, so I'm going to rephrase one of the words. He said, are you guys both dumb? Uh, the texter was talking about paying Hall and company that much when they were given their first contracts in Edmonton. Well, wait a sec here. They were making a bet on Hall in years five, six, and seven that he would be above the valuation of the contract in terms of what he was able to produce. And he has done that this year. It's just he's not in Edmonton doing it. In terms of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, six million bucks, that's kind of a going rate for a second line center, isn't it? Five five to six million dollars. And I think we saw Nugent Hopkins went plus twelve in eleven games playing with Connor McDavid and did a good job of defense. And by the way, since Nugent Hopkins has been moved off that line because he's been out of the lineup with the injury for the last couple games, I don't think the orders have looked like the same team. Haven't been as good when Ryan hasn't played. Everly? Everly had had a 34-goal, 76-point season in the NHL and been a consistent, say, 25-goal, 55-point guy. That's kind of what you pay $6 bucks for. Yeah, Hall's fourth season, he had 80 points. Like, that's it, six, it, it, that's $6 million's not enough. I, I think, you know, it's funny with Hall, because now everybody's like, well, you guys are, you know, the Oilers are complete dorks for trading this guy. Um, I, Brendan, you worked on the show two years ago. There were a lot of fans that were not very happy with Taylor Hall at this time two years ago. I'm not blaming the fans here for one second. Let's establish that. But we had a lot of critics of Taylor Hall throughout the course and the time that he was in Edmonton. Now, did I think he'd be this good for New Jersey? This good? Maybe not, because I didn't think New Jersey was going to be capable of it. Does If Colorado misses, does Taylor Hall win the MVP? Yeah, I'm starting to think that uh, will be the case, but uh, we'll see. Okay. I mean, 
It's funny, though, like you talk about some of the fans. I think a lot of the Eastern media was sort of biased towards Taylor Hall, too, when it, come, when it came to making Team Canada and those sort of things. So we'll see if they actually decide to vote for him when it comes to the MVP voting. Craig says, I love it when these boneheaded fans try to tell Todd McClellan how to coach. Uh, this text comes in from Jay. He says, Bob, fans are pissed. We've been told to trust the process, be patient, and uh, uh, Pat Maroon's favorite, relax, it's going to happen. Fans are sick of shelling out hundreds per game with no results. Well, it is a results-driven business. Again, you can text us at 630, 6.30. Bucky says, hey, guys, huge fan of the show. Just curious if you noticed if Milan Lucic got benched after he beat up Tanner Glass in the Calgary game. Just wondering if you noticed and maybe know why. He was playing the best game he had of that uh, of the year, in my opinion. Everybody wants to play tougher, but when he does it, did he get benched? I, he didn't get benched. I, I didn't see that. I mean, I was in the building. I didn't see him getting benched. The conversation with Tanner Glass must have been hilarious, though, because basically Mike Smith got Tanner Glass beat up, right? Think about it. If Mike Smith, Lucic knocks down Giordano in front of the net's penalty, Mike Smith gives Lucic a shot. Lucic, like, you're playing a team, you're, you're playing against a player that's had a terrible year, you give him a shot from behind, a poke, what do you think that player's going to do in that situation? You think he's not going to give you a shot back? So Lucic gives Mike Smith a couple whacks back, but remember, the first shot, and... You could have a, a, a Calgarian might say, wait a sec here, Lucic gave the stick on the rebound before to Mike Smith, but Mike Smith got himself involved in a play in which Lucic was going off on a penalty. If he just left it, Tanner Glass would have never had to have fought Milan Lucic. Instead, Lucic retaliated to Smith. Somebody in Calgary had to stand up, give Glass credit. He did it, and Lucic tore him apart. It's that simple. But he didn't get benched. Lucic did not get benched uh, after that. Hey, Bob, we have critics of McDavid. Yes, we do. We do have critics of McDavid. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl both have lots of room for growth in their game. I'll be the first to admit to that. They would tell you that, too. <laughs> Out of Saskatoon. Rugged from Toontown says, if Hall wins the heart, so what? He can borrow it for one year. Connor will destroy everything for the next decade. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Oilers fans are a problem. Patience is a virtue. Oh, no, 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 no. They're, they're fans. They love it. There's energy. Both good and bad. And the final word of the day goes to the Fizzler. Hey, Bob, no love for the Fizzler today? Hey, boys, can't say that I'm surprised. I guess the truth doesn't pay the bills. That one comes to us from the Fizzler. See, I found a way to get the Fizzler on the air. After I had multiple people texting me saying, don't run texts from the Fizzler. Who's the other guy? The, the, the text Topher? Like, Topher texts like 1,800 times per day. Like, he's jamming the text line for us. <laughs> Let's go to uh, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years, looking to go on a river cruise in Europe for 2018. New West Travel has great rates on fabulous cruises. April 3rd, 2008, the Oilers close out the regular season with a 2-1 win in Vancouver. Marty Reisner, Jared Stoll get the goals. Dwayne Rolison makes 37 saves. Oilers just missed the playoffs. 
Let's stay in Oilers history. Brought to you by New West Travel. Again, travel uh, deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call a friendly staff at New West Travel. 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Thank you to everybody that texted in on the show. Uh, uh, Mark Spector uh, for coming in the studio for an hour. Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. The live thoroughbred racing returns to Northlands Park May 5th. There's a chance that Brendan Ulrich might be hosting the show tomorrow, uh, but what's coming up tonight at Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins? Uh, Reed will have Eskimos head coach Jason Moss on the program. The Eskimos uh, announcing their full coaching staff today. NHL.com writer Tim Campbell and Caitlin Osmond will be on as well. Now, did she just did she win like the gold medal at the women's? Was yeah, that her? I believe it was worlds. The, I was, and she was a medalist at the Olympics. And, as well. and then she was she not doing a little thing after? And then she fell on the ice. She ran into some carpet. Uh, I don't I, know. I, I think that happened to her. Her and we'll Mark, find out tonight. Her and Mark Donnelly. Mark Donnelly okay. was the anthem singer in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. He was in Penticton. Remember he tripped over yeah. the uh, carpet? That was awesome. <laughs> and he kept on singing. He never... Uh, hey, he's going to be pumped up on Thursday night for the Sedin's last home game. The Oilers' last home game, last game of the season against the Sedin's on Saturday. Well, thank you. And so long, everybody. It's been nice knowing you. Up next, a... Uh, Global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross. With Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.